Hey, yo, hey, and welcome to the Badass is the New Skinny podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina Black, here to help you navigate thoughts, feelings, and actions to help you live and feel like a badass. Every week, I'm tackling barriers and limiting thoughts that keep us from showing up each day as our most complete and authentic selves. Fear, people-pleasing, guilt around prioritizing self-care, giving too many shits about what other people think, and so much more. So if you're ready to empower your inner badass, put on your sassy pants and get comfy. Let's do this. Hey yo, welcome back. Today I want to talk to you about the question that changed everything for me time and time again. I've been doing a lot of reflecting lately as I've been launching this podcast and building this online coaching business and learning all of the things. I have these moments of, how did I get here? I think this is a really important question to reflect on no matter what point you're at in your life. It gives you the opportunity to reflect on where you've been, what you've achieved, what you've overcome, and what you've learned. It gives you the chance to acknowledge your growth and your progress and hopefully for you to take a moment of pride for the shit you've navigated. Because I don't care who you are, you've navigated some shit and you deserve to give yourself some credit for that. I'm at a really strange point in my life right now and it's not a place where I ever thought I would be. So this question of how did I get here comes up a lot in a lot of different contexts. So with the way that I'm talking about this, you would think that this is the question that changed everything for me, but it's not how did I get here is actually at the opposite end of the spectrum from the question that I'm talking about. And they kind of work as bookends. It's, this is not the one question that sends me into many anxiety attacks and an existential crisis. The question that I'm talking about is what do I want? It sounds innocent enough, doesn't it? What do I want? Let's unpack this because this becomes a huge, gooey, sticky, stress inducing question. What do I want? is like climbing out of the second story window into the tree and up onto the roof of your house and looking out over your neighborhood and observing your life from way up high, theoretically speaking. You get to thinking about all of your choices and whether or not those choices are still serving you. It probably comes as no surprise that I only ask myself this question when I'm not sure how I feel about the choices I've made or if I'm considering making a change and I'm trying to do the responsible thing and think it through. I asked myself this question when I was studying in New York, when I was living in the Bay Area, when I dreaded going to work, when I was trying to figure out what to do in my marriage, and most recently, what do I want for my future? Now to give you some context about just how intense this question is for me, let me put it this way. The question, what do I want for dinner, is stress-inducing enough for me more often than not. I'm probably not alone in this, but you know what I mean. There's a big, huge-ass difference between what do I want for dinner and what do I want? Like, what do I want to do with my life? (sighs) What do I want to do with my life? Cue existential crisis. So the last time I asked myself this question, it was, I think, late March or early April of this year. I once again found myself dreading going to work, frustrated in the way that I can't describe, and feeling kind of betrayed and abandoned and honestly kind of fake. And the fake part I can't really go into too much detail about right now, but I'll be able to talk about this more someday. For now, suffice it to say that the voice and the message that I have to use at work is not really truly my voice. It's not my most authentic self. And while I still try to align my work with my personal values, 
it's absurd how difficult that this has become for me in the structure of my role. So because this bothers me so much, I've been making a very intentional effort to show up more authentically when and where I can at work. So let me take you back to the moment when this question of what do I want knocked the wind out of me. I was a couple weeks into my third term of my graduate program for industrial organizational psychology, and I was positioning myself to work in roles to support companies from the perspective of employee engagement, leadership, company culture, and blah, blah, blah. This was pretty well aligned with what I was doing and similar to my role in corporate wellness in a lot of ways. To be super clear, my role in corporate wellness can be very fulfilling and very satisfying. I'm passionate about wellness. I love supporting people and providing opportunities for them to take care of themselves so that they feel their best. I get to work with some really great people and I'm hands down happiest when I'm working with employees, either facilitating trainings, presentations, or working with them one-on-one. -on -one. I do a lot of campaign work and event planning and the like. The problem is that while I oversee this program, I don't really own it. I don't have the freedom to make decisions based on what I understand about wellness and the barriers and the pushback are endless to the point where it's exhausting. And so much of the time, it's just not worth the fight anymore. Add to that that people are tapped out, frustrated, afraid, and struggling, and getting people to engage is like herding cats. When people don't engage, I don't have any leverage to make changes. I've made the comment a few times recently that more often than not, I feel like I'm screaming into the wind. No matter how hard I try, no one is listening and no one hears me. Then every now and then I get an email or someone stops me in the office, which is still most often like a ghost town, by the way. And they thank me. They thank me for the messages, for the consistency, for the reminders, for the activities, whatever the case may be. And I'm reminded that there are a few people out there who are still paying attention. So anyway, I'm in my little green reading chair in my office one morning with my cup of chai green tea and my favorite blanket, Bella asleep in her bed beside me, and I'm writing in my journal. After a couple of minutes of writing, I stop and I kind of get lost in my head because of course the thoughts hit me like a friggin' freight train and I can't get the thoughts out fast enough. What hits me is, what the fuck am I doing? What I realized at 5.30 or so in the morning that day, dreading going to work, was that the grad program I was so sure was the right move for me, was the one that was going to set me up to do exactly the thing that was making me so miserable. I was creating this career trajectory for myself where I would have to work with HR departments and C-suite executives to help them identify how to create or improve their environment to be productive and a desirable company to work for. My thought in that moment was, I'd rather chew off my arm than do that. And I know that sounds <laughs> really dramatic, but it's a reflection of just how big this realization was to me that I was tired of constantly trying to persuade people why something should be done a certain way when they weren't really listening and led with no rather than curiosity. I'm not saying that all of my ideas are great or that everything should be pursued, but without fail, any move I wanted to make had to be justified, which is fair, it's still a business after all, but it is the difference between why would we do something like that and what do we know and what problem does this solve? It's hard to explain, but it's the difference between shutdown questions and curiosity. It's the shutdown questions at this point that immediately suck all the wind from my sails because it's just constant. 
so I'm sitting there with this horrible realization that I'm on a path for something that I'm absolutely certain is something that will make me miserable and is something that I don't want. What do I want? You guys, I can't express how much of an oh fuck moment this was for me. Knowing me, I probably cried a little. If you haven't already figured this out about me, I'm extremely type A, perfectionist, people pleaser, gotta excel, gotta do all the things. I'd had it stuck in my head while I was still working on my undergrad degree that I wanted to go to grad school and get my master's someday. Sitting here today, I don't have words to explain to you why this meant so much to me. No idea. But here I was in my third term of grad school and kicking ass, doing the damn thing. Doing this great big thing and working toward this great big goal and realizing it's not what I want. My first term, I had, a, I had to do a lot of research into different job opportunities and go through a bunch of job descriptions and map out a plan for what I would do and my, what my career would look like and, you know, be on my grad program. I can't tell you how many times my little heart sank every time I looked at a job description and realized that it wouldn't pay enough or I didn't have the work experience or I had the right number of years in the wrong kind of experience. No matter how you sliced it, I wasn't qualified. Over and over again, I thought, I'm going to have to take a step back and get a job in HR and gain this experience before I can move forward. Guys, this thought was cringy to me. All the power in the world to those who work in HR, love it, and have great big warm fuzzies about it. We need people like you. But that's not me. And the reason that that's not me is because I've seen too many times it be about the company and not about the people. And I am 100% about the people, maybe even to a fault. So in that moment, I'm sitting there and I'm asking myself, what do I want? What the fuck do I want? I was scared because the answer was that I wanted to drop out of school and I wanted to start building my own business. I wanted to finally dive into the world of coaching and help people on my own terms and help them with things that were important to me that I knew would resonate with a lot of people. I wanted to help people who were open to receiving help, who weren't having it shoved down their throats by the company that they work for. I wanted to be in charge of what which risks I take and which ones I don't and align my work with my own values and live them. There's a lot to unpack there, but let me start with the first thing. I wanted to drop out of school. This thought alone was enough to make me want to throw up. I was getting A's and the limited time that I'd been in this program working my ass off while still maintaining my other stupid adulting responsibilities. As a kid, I was valedictorian in my graduating class, even if I did give the dumbest speech known to man at my graduation. I did extremely well in college, taking summer classes and graduating a term early while working the entire fucking time. I'm an achiever. Achievers don't drop out of school. I thought about the people in my life who I knew would be disappointed in this decision. When I got to thinking about that, I almost decided to stick it out. It was only a couple of years. It you know, wasn't really that big of a deal. But at that point, I realized that I wasn't making the decision for me. I was making it for other people. And I don't know what it was about that moment, but something in my head finally clicked. No one gives a rat's ass if I get my master's degree. No one gives a flying fuck. And thinking that it matters that much to anyone else is actually a little bit narcissistic of me, right? I found some relief in the thought that no one cares and I'm just being a little bit narcissistic, even though that's probably not something to be happy about. 
So the question was still there lingering, what do I want? The cascading effect of this question and the realization that came from it was overwhelming. I'm still overwhelmed. I still often find myself sitting nearly catatonic on my couch with my computer in my lap and thinking, what the fuck am I doing? Maybe some of you will relate to this, but when I find myself in a situation where I have no idea what the hell I'm doing, I try to learn everything under the sun about that thing. In some ways, and by that I mean in most ways, this is a procrastination tactic because I'm so terrified that Rather than actually doing the damn thing, I just learn about how to do it because maybe if I learn enough, then I'll be confident enough to actually do it. I quickly learned that this kind of fear is really common because it's talked about a lot in resources that I found about how to start an online business, particularly about online coaching businesses. And I've heard from multiple people who have been on similar journeys that at some point, you have to just do the damn thing. It took me a few days after that specific morning for the reality of what I wanted to sink in. I wanted to drop out of school, and I wanted to start a business with the intention of being self-sustainable within a year. Because of some of the complexities for how I was paying for school, I went ahead and wrote out the rest of the term, torn between barely giving a fuck and still wanting to do well. I dominated the class while absorbing as much as I could on the side about starting a business and deciding what I wanted it to look like and what I would need to do. I had already planned to take a week off of work after uh, my school term ended so that I could have a week to decompress, and now I had an even better reason for doing it, one that excited me, one that motivated me, and I hadn't felt this driven by anything in a long-ass time. And it started with the question of, what do I want? From there, the next question is almost always, why do I want that? I think it's important to follow up with the question of why anytime you're looking to make some big-ass change in your life. If the answer was just because I'm unhappy in the moment, that wouldn't have been good enough for me. Because guess what, sweetheart? In the moment is just a moment, and if you don't like it, wait five minutes because it'll change. My why in that moment was that I felt unfulfilled and deeply discontent with the direction of the rest of my life if I were to see through this path that I was on. I wasn't living my purpose. I truly feel that my purpose is to be the nurturing teacher in people's lives, to empower them to take control of their lives, and live in a way that is authentically fulfilling. There's so much wellness involved in that, but my purpose is truly the more holistic approach that incorporates mindset, self-awareness, personal growth, and confidence. Every step of this process has been terrifying, and more often than not, it's also been exciting. It's honestly why one of my biggest priorities from my business perspective keeps coming back to how do I help people get unstuck? But this is the first question you should ask yourself if you want to get unstuck. What do I want? And then be ready because it's like shaking up the champagne bottle right before you pop the cork. Like I said, there have been other notable times in my life when I've asked myself this question. But one thing that I also need to say about this is that there are a lot of times in my life when I didn't ask myself this question. A lot of times when instead of really taking an honest moment for introspection, I did what I thought was expected of me, and oftentimes, to be fair, what I thought I wanted. And in the end result was that I felt deeply unsatisfied. It comes up when I consider how I would do things differently if I had to do them over again. While I don't think ruminating on the past is necessarily the most productive, I think it's a good way to learn from where you've been so that you can continue to grow. 
for me, one of the things that comes up again and again is that I don't think I would have done a typical four-year degree. I probably instead would have gone into some sort of trade school or specialized training. Would it have been limiting in some ways? Sure. Would it have been liberating in others? Absolutely. Anymore, the things I want to learn and the ways I want to grow and expand my expertise and credentialing, there are a ton of different options. And, quite frankly, another reason for wanting to start my own business is because I'm tired of trying to fit some company's arbitrary standards to prove I'm qualified and would kick ass. That is a rant for another day, but suffice it to say, with some notable exceptions, I think education requirements for jobs are bullshit. Again, with some notable exceptions. I've seen too many intelligent, hardworking people with extensive experience be dismissed because they decided not to put themselves in debt, or they prioritized other things, like their family, or they were true to themselves that they didn't really know what they wanted, but knew that standardized schooling was not right for them for whatever reason. To decide that this makes someone unqualified, in many cases, is absurd to me. All that being said, when I think back and realize that going to college might have been one of the things I'd done differently, it made it a lot easier to accept my decision to drop out of my grad program and pursue my business instead. I work hard, I have a lot of skills, I'm fueled by my purpose, and I know it's what I want. I also know that if I stick with it, I won't fail. Let me explain. If I don't try, I fail. If I quit because I'm afraid, I fail. The only failure I will accept at this point is failure because I took a risk that didn't result in making enough money to live on. And then, if that happens, I will gather up my wounded pride and ask myself what I can do differently, and I will try again. Because even in failure, there are valuable lessons that can be learned that can help you succeed the next time around. So let me leave you with this. If you're feeling stuck, unsatisfied, lost, whatever in your life, work, relationship, or whatever else, ask yourself, what do I want? Be brutally honest. You're the only one in your head and there's no rush. And if you decide you have exactly what you want, that is the most heartwarming and amazing thing I could ever want for you and for anyone. I know this is not an easy question and I know for some people they won't necessarily have the luxury to make any changes right now but I would be willing to bet that there are some things you could do to start making progress toward getting to that point, and there's no better time to start than right now. I want to close this out with my favorite mantra, which is, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Everything we do, wherever we are, whatever we're experiencing, we're exactly where we're supposed to be. But time isn't stagnant, it keeps moving, so trust yourself and trust whatever happens. It's what you need, even if the reason isn't obvious. So that's all for today. I hope that this was thought-provoking and gets you thinking and that whatever comes from it, it empowers you to live a badass life. Have an amazing kick-ass day, and I'll catch you next time. Later. Many thanks for joining me for another episode of the Badass is the New Skinny podcast. I hope today's chat gave you some things to noodle on and that you're walking away feeling inspired and empowered to live a badass life. If you got any aha moments out of today's conversation, please snag a screenshot of this episode and post it on Instagram. Tag a friend or two and tag me at sa.brina.brina. That's S-A dot B-R-I-N-A dot B-R-I-N-A. 
and include the hashtag BadassIsTheNewSkinny. If you could also drop me a five-star rating and review wherever you listen to your podcasts, it would mean the world to me. For more of the good stuff, head on over to my website at sabrinabrina.com. Now, go kick some ass, and I'll catch up with you next time. Make it a good day.